Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to Zorkcast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all of the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Okay, well, sometimes more than nine minutes, but always less than 36. Now, please welcome the hosts of Zorkcast, your friendly neighborhood American, Michael Mason Traeger, and everyone's favorite Brit, Steve White. Hello, and welcome back to Zorkcast. I'm here today with Steve, who's actually been quite rude to me for the last couple of minutes, but I'm a very good sport, but very, very rude and mean to me. But, you know, that's sort of the way he is. I think he's, treat, I think he's just grumpy because I it's think, no, Sunday I think, night. I think the motto is treat him mean, keep him keen, right? So that's what I'm doing. Treat him mean. Keen. Was that like you're saying in uni? Is that what got you the girls? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been queuing up. Treat me keen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. We're going to get complaints about that, aren't we? We're going to get reported yeah, yeah. to some like society oh, well, no, I, complaints. Well, and what are you drinking today? I'm uh, drinking on the Sunday a afternoon. Southern Comfort and Coke. Okay, it's great. So you're it's, you're basically destroying your Southern Comfort. It's not really my choice of drink, but I ran out of whiskey. I you don't have like any a re- in there. I really. Oh, it melted. I, um, I look, how, look how much is uh, just by the way michael can see me we should explain that to listeners normally i would be drinking whiskey but i've run out so i'm drinking this that makes me sound like an alcoholic doesn't it i drank it all the whiskey so i had to move well, on to the southern Comfort. well i am i'm i'm drinking naturally gluten-free giant with a j hard kombucha the original flavor of passion fruit and elderflower brewed with green tea anything gluten-free is bad it's anything gluten-free is disgusting this stuff is pretty good well oh so oh, no i was gonna say you know oh, leo wants to leave the room okay don't don't worry don't worry i'll let you out i'll let you out go, go, go. Yeah. Only, only on travel sort can you have a dog as a guest on the podcast yes <laughs> well it had a very strange you know i not to go off on tangents but we seem to be going off on tangents very well I view the front of our property here in California from my desk. And when I, I tend to wake up very early to do work, mostly also to do work with Steve, because remember, if you don't get Steve early enough in the morning, he's drunk. So, I, well, I mean, early morning, <laughs> early morning for me is afternoon. So if I wait too long and I don't, I wait till like 11 o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, you know, Steve's drunk already. So. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) So I need to make sure. So I, you know, I've got to wake up at four or five in the morning Pacific time (laughs) to be able to get before he's hit the bottle. This is what Uh, happens. I get drunk and then I go on Facebook and I just unfriend people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you just need to, you spend too much time like thinking about the social media thing. You need more kindness. Okay. Kindness. I'm always kind. People anyway, like. <laughs> there there was a little – so this morning I was so confused. It was about 6.30 in the morning. Leo was still sleeping in the bedroom, and a little white dog comes up to the door. Though I didn't know the do- white dog was there, but I hear a little bark, bark, 
And I was like, what is going on? That's not Leo's bark, because Leo has like a real say, aggressive you, man bark. Can you do Leo's bark? I want you to bark. No, I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, so, so I look over out the window, and there's this little white fluffy dog with its pink collar barking at my front door. So I'm first thinking, like, maybe Leo's got something going on where the neighborhood dogs are stopping by. <laughs> but I went, I think she was lost, and I felt so bad. So I, I went to the door, I opened the door, I tried to get her to come in. She was so scared. Then she started to run away. So I'm running down the block in my socks, trying to get her, because I figured if I took Were her inside, I could fi- I was not naked. I <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured I could uh, the things that you think of. I just uh, got images I, now in my head that I do not want. I figured that if I got her, I could figure out who her owner was because I get really nervous with little dogs. Also, we're in the desert and there are bad desert creatures that sometimes like to eat little dogs for dinner. So I figured I'd bring her in and put her with Leo and then we'd figure out who the owner was. But unfortunately she was so scared as I kept approaching her and she just kept running and then she ran. And so I'm like, I hope she's okay. Actually. I'm sure she's okay. I'm sure she figured out who her owner was. I don't know what draw. That's it. That's the story. Oh, this is a really sad story because we don't know what happened. Well, I know, I know. You need to find out. That's your job for next episode. Find out what happened to the dog. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, so yes, that's my story. I'm not going to tell you my uni story now. So that's that was. I wonder gone. how many people have stopped listening right now. We're five minutes in, and so far we've talked about nothing to do with Vegas. <laughs> I wish we had a. I know, but we, but but you know, but people want to get to know us. Possibly, I mean, they probably don't want to get to know you because you're usually an asshole. But they probably <laughs> want to get to know me. <laughs> hey, but I know. Oh, I mean, I'm going to be here for much longer. <laughs> yes, but I'm older and wiser. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Years, I'll be pushing you into Vegas in your wheelchair. Get the Zimmer frame hey. out. You'll be, you're going to be one of those guys on the, what are they called? The little buggy things. The scooters. The scooters, yeah. You're going to be one of those. Yeah, you'll just be rolling me around. That's that's that's, that's I, I can see it now. So anyway, today we are going to talk a little bit about Park you today, up a slot machine and just leave you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just leave me at a baccarat table. Today we are going to talk about Vegas predictions. Mark Meltzer just recently dropped an article on travelzork.com about Vegas predictions. And the article has a very, yes, it has a very, someone made a great graphic for it. Some really cool, creative guy. With I have no idea who that, I have no yeah, idea neither, who that is. Neither do he I. Must be, anyway. he, must be, he must be really mean. Probably, probably. Anyway, the the article is called 2021 Las Vegas Predictions. And actually, as an aside, Steve is incredibly creative and does a lot of the cool creative thumbnails for the Travel Zork YouTube channel. Please subscribe and a lot of other things. So he is he is actually, believe it or not, because if you met him, you'd be like, hmm, it doesn't look like a creative, you know, and but he does do a lot of creative stuff. So Vegas predictions. Now we're right now we're recording this on the 10th of January. Hopefully this is just dropping a few days later, though I've been a little bit behind. But so this you're listening to the five. 
amazing, right? Yes. You're listening to this by the 15th of January. So this is a good time to look at Vegas predictions. Of course, there's Vegas predictions. And then there are also some just predictions of like when anybody in the United Kingdom will get to Vegas, which it's looking more and more like 2025 at the moment. So, so, so (laughs) I know. Yeah, I know. We're going to get you here. I told you. You're flying to Mexico. I'm going to drive across the border. I'm going to throw you in the trunk or the boot for, you know, those who don't know what a trunk is. And I'm driving you right across the border. You'll just tweet all the way. You'll just be like in Twitter, like, ooh, I just hit a bump. Ooh, I hope Michael, hmm, this is weird. The car stopped. Wait, Michael went for lunch. I hope he comes back. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll wait till 2025. Yeah. So, so Steve, let's start this off. Vegas predictions. Okay. Okay, What do you think? What are your biggest predictions for this year? Well, I kind of going with the article, I suppose, I think it's worth talking about casino sales because I think the pandemic especially is going to speed this up. I think we're going to see some movement on certain properties. And we know that there's been a rumor that Planet Hollywood is going to be sold to Hard Rock for a long time. I think that's finally going to happen. I think Planet Hollywood is the sensible purchase i think caesars are going to want to offload a couple of properties and it just makes sense it kind of fits with the brand already doesn't it they wouldn't have to do too much work on say the rooms they've been recently refurbished the casino vibe kind of fits hard rock i don't know what do you think well, that's an interesting one. I think it fits great. I think Hard Rock is desperate to get onto the strip. Okay, maybe yeah. not desperate, but they want to. It is the best location on the strip. The other rumor that I that I heard floated was some deal with Venetian, you know, but I don't you know yeah. why I don't you know why I don't see that really? And this is not based on any data point. This is based on personal opinion. I see Venetian Palazzo being sold to somebody who can drive huge convention business or is in that business, really. And remember, Venetian Palazzo, especially with the conventions, Sands Convention Center there, that is a quintessential convention hotel, whereas Hard Rock is more like a concert venue kind of, you know, hip hotel. So if there was like a great arena there, you know, that they could have concerts in, I'd say, okay, that's possible. But you don't think when you think hard rock, you don't think conventions. And they're not, as far as I know, they're not really in heavy into the casino, into the convention business. Hard rock is doing a stunning job in Atlantic City. Right now, I mean, they are tops in Atlantic City. I mean, they are giving Borgata a run for its money, and it's taken a lot of years before anyone's really been able to make an impact on Borgata. As an aside, Ocean's also doing pretty well. So these are very good operators. They're integrating things with their loyalty program. You know, they're doing more integrations in Atlantic City where the loyalty program in Tampa and in Fort Lauderdale where you'll be able to earn comps and they're cross-marketing. So Vegas is just so natural. And I don't well, know I, all I, I also, property, I also, but... I'm sure I also had a rumor that MGM were interested in Venetian. I'm not sure why I read that, but I'm sure I read that somewhere. No, 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 no. I, I did hear that. And I throw that out, basically. You're absolutely right. Another rumor is MGM and Venetian. It's just too big. And MGM yeah. has too much. I mean, other than like world domination, which I mean, I know, <laughs> I know MGM might want. It just gives them too much in Vegas. Or they're going to have to unload 
something else. And I, I, I just I, don't, I don't see it. I also heard that potentially there's going to be some kind of deal with Rio and the Cosmo. Because earlier this week, I think it was revealed that Cosmopolitan's CEO, isn't he working with the Rio? I read that too somewhere. You know what? I'm not real familiar with that. Rio is a gem of a property. Rio was one of the top properties in Vegas. Rio proved that you could have a wicked, awesome fucking property off the strip. That's, to me, what Rio did. Rio had an amazing vibe for casino action. They had the show in the sky, which was super duper cool. They just had a lot of stuff going for it. They had the wine cellar. I think they still have the wine cellar. They had a great buffet there, too. They actually had a great buffet. Yeah, and they had had two buffets. Yeah. They had the the seafood and the other. So this is great. By the way, we're doing in the... In the Travel Zork Facebook group, we've been talking a little bit about like things you miss the most from Vegas. And Rio's come up a lot, especially the the masquerade, the show in the sky. So, I mean, they were really ahead of their times. Like, think of it this way. Rio also had like dancers on podiums, like near the slot machines. Remember, they used to have the dancers. That's like stuff that other casinos started to do like years after, like the party pit. Like they basically made the entire casino a party pit and i thought i don't know i think it's great vibe i've actually i have very fond memories i also had i played a fun baccarat tournament there once their high limit room is also was also really cool and had really nice drapes and they had big baccarat and it was it It just needs it just needs an uplift doesn't it it needs someone to go in and treat it a bit a little bit of love refurbish the rooms you know sort it out give it a lick of paint it'll get back It'll get back to where it should be. Yeah, yeah. And they also have a cool pool area. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. That's that's a very interesting property. I think that could be very interesting for someone. I, I mean, am interested to know. I think that Caesars are going to look to offload the Cromwell this year. And I'll be interested to know where that's going to end up. Because I think they want out of that property. Yeah, I'm going to float one of my most interesting ideas. Though it's not a prediction. It's just an idea. But I keep thinking, wouldn't it be cool... If like Derek Stevens like sort of dipped into a strip property, like I know maybe that would be in conflict with downtown. Yeah. But imagine if like what about somewhere like Bally's? Because got- Caesar's basically want to get rid of Bally's. Yeah, or or like Luxor or something like yeah. that. You know, like something that could be very standalone. I don't know. I think it could be complementary. I mean, mm. actually, maybe choosing a property that has extra convention space or something. I think that could be sort of interesting. interesting. And then he could run his own like little shuttle between downtown and the strip. That would be sort of cool. You know, yeah. like the way Caesars had the shuttle to Rio and everything. Anyway, yeah. I'm just, it just sort of, that's dawned on me before where I'm like, I don't know. That's sort of a, sort of a neat idea, especially if you could get it at a semi-distressed price and it wasn't a huge property yeah you know kind of uh, linked to, link to this this sort of discussion then how do you think resorts world's going to do once it opens and when do you think it's going to open we know it's going to be the summer but we still don't have a date do we yeah i, I mean i'm thinking august I, now i think it's going to be i think it's going to be pushed even though it yeah. seems like it's on schedule i think it's going to be pushed and i think it's just going to be pushed for 
just for money reasons and the pandemic and occupancy. I think they're going to push to open it when they can truly have the occupancy they need, which to me would align really well close to New Year's Eve. And traditionally, there have been a number of casinos that open before New Year's Eve. A good example is Bally's Atlantic City. Yeah, it got Cosmo, Bally's Atlantic City open right before New Year's. And I think I bet a bunch of people will like tweet us like, oh, this casino opened before New Year's. There's always been a thing where opening, you know, in the beginning of December, I just think it's logical for them to push it to like the beginning of December. So they get New Year's Eve because think about it. This is going to be the New Year's Eve. If things play out the way we think and the pandemic is sort of on the way out and a lot of people are vaccinated, this is going to be this is going (laughs) to be the New Year's Eve to end all New Year's Eves, right? Because think about it. Like for all intents and purposes, this is the first time in anyone's life that their New Year's Eve was canceled. And even if you're not into New Year's Eve, people are really going to want to party this year. So, I mean, I think that pushing it to then has a lot of pluses. You know, they know they'll get the occupancy and then they don't have to worry too much and get themselves a couple of weeks to soft open it, you know, and get it going. So that's my prediction there, that I think it will open this year, but I think they're going to push it as close to the end of the year as possible so they can have full occupancy. But I am very excited about that. Um, The other one with the prediction is, do you think Virgin Group is going to keep to the date they have on the website now, which is April? Or they aren't, they haven't listed an opening date, but they said they're like taking reservations from, right now, the website says we're accepting reservations from the 7th of April. What do you think about virgins? I think they will. I think think they will. I think they're pretty much ready to go, aren't they? So they were hoping to be ready for January. Obviously, that hasn't happened. But I don't see why they will postpone it again, unless the situation we're in drastically changes. I think they'll open. I think you're right. I think they were just too far along. You know, I think it's like, I think I'm feeling that. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I think you're right, too. I think it'll open in April. Yeah. I wonder what Mark said about that. Sorry, uh, I didn't have could... much to add to that. <laughs> just left you hanging there. Yeah, no one really. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm, ex- I'm very excited to that opening because I I think for lack of a better term, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be an iconic property. I mean, I, th- I loved it when it was Hard Rock. Yeah, but you see, think... are, you, are, you, are you biased because you loved Hard Rock so much? And you're a big Mohegan Sun fan. I am biased because I think Mohegan Sun is potentially the best casino operator in the world. But, but, but are they good enough that they're going to get people there? Because this is the problem with the Hard Rock, wasn't it? In the end, it just couldn't get the numbers it needed to the property. I think they will. I think they will. This is like an episode that- of its own, isn't it? We're going to have to talk about this at some point in more detail. But it's going to be interesting to see. I think they know. will because the, the Hard Rock was more of a standalone. In yeah. Vegas, you know, not integrated. Whereas Mohegan is really integrating their loyalty program. They're really, really integrating everything. I think they're going to nail it with the high end gamblers. Also, it's going to be great. You know, they have that nice little arena, you know, that nice little arena there. It's going to be great for concerts and things. I think they're. As I think long they're as gonna... the pandemic plays along, though. When a, well, let's be realistic. When a concert's going to happen. When are concerts going to happen? Concerts are going to happen in Q4. Hmm, possibly. I'm just, being, I'm just trying to be con- like, you know, prompt the discussion here. I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily. 
You could disagree with me. I don't, I don't want, want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want everyone to think, oh, he's hating on Virgin and he's hating on Megan Sun. That's well, not what I'm doing. Well, right now, right now it's the tenth. Right now it's the tenth of January, and we have a hundred dollar bet that the borders are going to open for UK passports yeah. by the end of January. So, what do people think? Will yeah. I win I, this hundred dollars, or am I going to be PayPaling? Mr. Las Vegas UK, $100 on the 1st of February. I think you're going to be PayPaling me $100 the way everything's going. <laughs> I just We should clarify, because I don't think we've discussed this. I think the borders will not reopen. Michael thinks they will. Now, you actually, let, like being honest, has your position changed? Do you regret the bet, or are you still happy with your choice? I never regret the bet. Cause I think <laughs> I think there's still a chance, but you know, this is a prediction other, in itself. This other than the like, fact that the that the United States is imploding and they don't have time to worry about <laughs> you guys who want to come to Vegas right now. Yeah, it's like, Trump supposedly in the Cheyenne Mountains right now or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 it. They're there, but you know, the one final thing they're going to do is open the borders to Steve. Well, this is the thing. I I figure this is a great bet for me, right? Because I win either way. Because if they reopen, I'm so happy. I'm like, I don't care. I'll give Michael a hundred dollars. If they don't reopen, I make a hundred dollars. It's a win-win for me. <laughs> That's right. And if they reopen, how quickly are you going to get here? Like you're going to get here the next day? Well, I have work, so probably not. We're in a lockdown until mid-February too, so we're not allowed to travel. Dude, the UK is just lockdown. It's just like it's just one we big lockdown. We actually we're like Canada. We're completely locked down. And you've got like all these restrictions, like about exercise during the day and how many times yeah, you can go you out. Can go, you can go out with one other person in a public place, but you still have to socially distance. Everything's shut. Bars are shut. Schools are shut. Everything's shut. Restaurants are shut. Everything. What are you doing for entertainment? Minding the chickens? Yeah, and doing this. This is my I entertainment. <laughs> I know. It keeps, it keeps you going. Well, you know, and I did. I really feel bad. We forgot to do the walkthrough in Laughlin. I wanted to do the slot play because we could have definitely oh, done it. Yeah. I know. Well, do you want me to drive back today to do that? Yeah, just drive back there now. We could try to do it from one of the local casinos here. We could try yeah, from Fantasy Springs. I mean, that's because I know you're missing it. They have all those like machines. Well, I, I, play, I got my first hand pay. It's not as only fun, because though. I was. It's not, as, it's not as fun when you're not the person playing, though, right? I know, but there's that one game I really like with the two wheels, the Asian yeah. Jing game. You know, you don't. There's loads of them. I'm not going to try and name it because there's too many of them. Okay, so many yeah. games like that. But anyway, yes, I am going to be $100 better off, I think. But you know what's probably going to happen? It's probably going to get to like the end of January, like the 31st of January, and I'm going to be thinking, great, I've won this bet. And then at 11 p.m., it's going to come through in the news. USA reopens borders from tomorrow. What happens in that case? If they say from tomorrow, that technically means I win, right? Because that'd be the 1st of February. So it's got to happen by midnight on the 31st. It's not when it's announced. I, I think it has to be announced within a day or two. Oh, yeah. we need to define. I, I don't think that's really. I think, it actually I, I, I think like we have to think of the essence open. of the bet. I think the that, that's also. That it will be open. So if, it said, if they say on the 31st, we're going to open in two weeks' time, I win the bet. Okay, but if they what if they say on the thirty first we're going to open tomorrow? Well, then it's February, so I win the bet. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you can't well, do this. <laughs> we have to hear. Maybe we'll find out if any of our listeners. Do you think we should go double? Should we think we should double down on this bet? 
I like to keep things simple. But this, this is, the, the thing is, this this money, if I win, is just going to go in my Vegas bankroll, which is growing and growing by the second. Yeah, it, so it, it, I'm going to lose it, it, it anyway. This is a good segue. This is a good segue into my other prediction that casino offers are going to be robust for the first Q1 and Q2. We talked about this a little bit on the live stream. We talked about it in the group, Yeah, we see it in the group. People have been talking about it. Have you seen your offers? Do you think they've gone up? Maybe not substantially, but they've definitely gone up from what the regular level was. Yes, they have. And I've also noticed that from sort of email, because, okay, Michael takes the piss I was going to say it takes the mick, but no one, like, that's not a thing in the US, right? Take I don't even mickey. know what that is. Which, okay, well, I don't even know what that is. Take the mickey means take the piss. So Michael takes the piss out of me because he thinks I like to plan way ahead of time. In fact, it probably is a British thing. And he knows it's like, exhausting. I do. It's absolutely yeah, okay, whatever. Go to Excalibur in 2025 <laughs> for my three week vacation. And will I be able to book my parking at London Gatwick, even though it's in 2025? And <laughs> I, I was I wondering. I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. But I, but you, you know, okay, so I've been planning my trip. And where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I've been, I've been <laughs> talking to my host and, you know, I've been constantly having to rebook things. And even there, they have been way more willing to be generous with upfront comps. So whereas before it might have been like, oh, yeah, we can do that for you. But we are going, you know, you're going to have to make sure that you play, you know, a little bit more than usual if you want, say, this suite, which is fine. That's, that's fine by me. But now that's not the case. They're just giving me stuff much more upfront. And I think that that says a lot really for what offers are going to be like too. Just, you know, regular offers, regular room. Maybe you're going to suddenly have a regular room with a view or you're going to have a regular room with more free play or more resort credit or whatever. So I think, you know, offers are going to go up across the board. I'm seeing it already. You know, <laughs> I like to bargain with my host. So I'm like, okay, tell me what you can give me. And then I'll go back to them and say, well, no, I want this. And that's been so much easier. And if they don't respond to you within like 15 minutes, you start. To oh my God. Fly. Whatever. 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 Because you're I, also like of- to, I also like to spend a lot of time flirting with my house. It seems to work. It's, <laughs> you, you play up that pompous and arrogant accent. They love it. They love the British accent. Everyone loves the British accent. You know, you do. Makes your heart flutter. My, it doesn't really make my heart flutter. Did you hear Siri came on for a moment? I don't know why she got, maybe her heart started to flutter. She, her heart's fluttering for me. <laughs> but yes, going back to the, the question. Yes, I do think offers are going to improve. I don't know how long for. I think it's just going to depend on occupancy, travel restrictions, and so on and so forth. I still think people are nervous to travel. I think that we could even see offers still going up for the remainder of the year, let alone just the first two quarters, maybe till quarter three. But I think this is going to be kind of like when the recession hit. Like, things are going to maybe roll back a little. I mean, there's more free parking now. Well, the Resort fees aren't going to go anywhere, but maybe they're just going to, maybe well, well, you'll two find, things, two things. you've got to have something extra that's going to be more generous. You're going to see more promotions. I agree on resort fees overall, but a few people are dipping their toes into promotions. like Yeah, like book your room and don't pay the resort fee. Yeah, Cosmo, Cosmo recently did a $99 yeah. and no resort fee offer. Yeah. I believe that offers will probably continue to be relatively robust. I mean, I was thinking first quarter and second quarter, mostly because the convention business isn't returning. 
So what's the easiest thing for a casino to do? Offer you rooms. Now, it is yeah. true. The At weekend is always going to be rooms. Yeah. So they're always going to be super generous across the board. And I think that does like apply a little bit into the weekends because the conventions drive that. But they're definitely going to be – I mean, there are definitely more rooms to be had midweek because basically, let's face it. Vegas is an overcapacity city uh, yeah. if it doesn't have conventions. Well, Venetia like Palazzo C- has over C- 8,000. CES not happening. CES not happening. That's just cost Vegas a ton of money immediately. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just there's nothing they can do unless they truly want to close down some towers. But even then, that doesn't really yeah. help them. Got, we're we're know, also seeing this, aren't we? Your point is being proven by the fact like Mandalay Bay is shut midweek. They're a massive convention hotel and they're shut yeah. midweek. Yeah. I mean, so it's going to be interesting, but I think it's a very good, you know, once you feel comfortable enough to travel, I think the opportunities in Vegas are going to be better than ever. I feel I comfortable think, right now. Please let me back yeah. in. Hi. I mean, from on a com perspective, I mean, I saw this in the opening in June. The table ratings were more generous than I've ever, ever seen them and of course there's a little bit of variability of that and that's also an aside always make sure you ask what you're rated after you play there you know you're the customer when you color up you deserve to know what your rating is there could be a big mistake or something actually one of my good friends yesterday told me about such a mistake at a property where they actually had it totally wrong with regard to time. Because in Las Vegas, some properties like Win they rate you in Baccarat by the shoe. So they have a formula and they rate, and you would say like, what's my rating? And they'd say, we've given you a 265 average and you played four shoes. And it was the kind of thing where they had them down for like three shoes and it should have been 10 shoes. <laughs> so that's a huge amount of difference. So it really is important for people to ask what their table rating is when they leave. And if you don't think it's right, you should bring it up at that point what the average bet is, but quite frankly, whatever they tell you what the average bet is, you should probably ask them if you can give you a little bit more within reason, just because as long as you don't mind people saying no to you. And I've always said this with the comp game, you can play the comp game the best if you're willing to keep asking until somebody tells you no. If you yeah. get very sensitive to somebody telling you no, it's like, it, when, let me put it this way. If everything you ask for the casino is giving you, especially if you get discretionary comps, if everything is a yes, then you're not asking for enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you're leaving comps on the table until they basically tell you, like, we, this is the last thing we can do. This is the most we can do. I think it's also important to just add, because there, I know there's some listeners out there that perhaps aren't massive gamblers like and aren't getting these comps. We could be talking about great promotions too, just for when you're paying for a room, like the $99 no resort fee deal at Cosmo is a great example of that. Wynn has some really low rates right now. Maybe if you normally can stay in a regular room, that you get a suite for what you would normally pay for a regular room. Mirage were doing, are doing penthouses for like 150 bucks at the moment. 
Yeah, I, no, there's a lot there. And also, you know, all of the virtuoso deals that we talk about, we're not going to go, we have to do an episode on that. But definitely in the show notes, check out, you know, the travel booking area for Travel Zork because we can book you some of those great deals now or at least point you in the right direction. Also, this is the time in the show where we remind you about Zork offer.com and that actually has a link to our travel booking portal as well as some really good usa credit card offers basically why you say only this is racism racism yeah because uk (laughs) credit card offers you could fall asleep on but anyway it doesn't we we try to list some of the offers that we think are the best and doesn't cost you anything to use our link of course it helps travel zork which is appreciated and like helps us pay off our hundred dollar bets to steve so (laughs) this is actually probably honestly if you're ever thinking about founders card the time to join too particularly if you're looking at Founders Card for things like the Caesars Diamond. I don't know if they've renewed the benefit yet, but normally every year you can get Caesars Diamond out of it, right? And now's the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's a very, very good time to do that. There's also a Founders Card section on Travelzork. I mean, there's a lot of benefits with Founders Card. The thing is that they're not only travel benefits. They have some really, like they've got this new really cool wine device that lets you store wine and it has nitrogen, you know, for, so, I mean, they've got like a lot of really cool things. Yeah. If it works, they do, there's a lot of flight deals too, right? There's, there's like 10% off BA for instance. Yeah. There's a decent amount of stuff. I mean, a lot of it is heavily towards the travel, but I mean, if you can find enough benefits that work for you, Caesar's diamond is obviously one of the benefits and that can be valuable. Hilton Gold is a benefit. I think there's a Marriott challenge in there. I think there are some interesting challenges with American Airlines. There's also Silver on Cafe, which I think is One World Sapphire. So, and, other, yeah. and also a bunch yeah, of other It's equivalent of BA Bronze, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That one is. No, 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 no. Uh, Sapphire is BA Silver. BA yeah, it's, I think I think cafe silver though is the same as BA bronze, isn't it? I don't know though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing, just to keep us, just to keep it very mysterious, we're talking about we're formulating a meetup at the end. Oh no, which Michael, is going to be it. really, really cool. But no, we're only we talking about secret. it now. We're only <laughs> talking about it now in the Facebook group. We have a number of really cool people on board. I think yes, it's I'm going one of to be them. great. And also, we'll be able to celebrate Steve's 25th birthday. So, uh, I'm actually older than 25. I know, I know I'm young, you but you know, you just make me seem even younger. You're getting old, I you're know. getting forgetful. I know. You were very I kind know. to me on my birthday this year. This is the first podcast we've recorded since my birthday. Yeah, and uh, I was very kind. And it was a surprise, too. It was a surprise. I was like, I didn't order anything. Because I even have have your address. You you know they asked me for ID. No. I had to show my, honest to God, I had to show my ID. (laughs) Oh, my God. Steve, like, lives, truly, Steve lives in a village in the middle of nowhere. Literally, his address is like, one village road like, it's just like, or no there's no number it's just like there's no number it's a name it's just like village road he lives on village road i'm like how does how does the postman find you like is, is there really nobody else? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness True. that's just 
rural Britain. Exactly. So I'm surprised this I have great. internet, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's there are miracles sometimes. Anyway, thank you for joining us today. We would love to hear about your predictions. We would love to hear about what you're thinking about with regard to travel. Have you traveled to Vegas? Will you be traveling to Vegas? Are you just not sure if you're in the UK? Do you think I'm going to win my bet? When do you think UK passports will be able to come back? Can I just point out that no Brits are going to think you're going to win this bet because we are all the most negative people ever. (laughs) I've never met. Tell me I'm nowhere by ever getting back to Vegas this year is unreal. Not only are Brits (laughs) negative, but they love to also like come up with all these fucking negative additional <laughs> scenarios. And it's like, why don't you just wait for the borders to open? And then we'll worry about like what tests you need and what you need. They're like, <laughs> I, I literally, it's absolutely, it, it just amazes me how you guys are so like, what did they put something in your water to make you <laughs> so negative? Like, how did they, is that why you guys get drunk every night and go to pubs? I think the idea is, I think the thinking is, if you're, yeah, now we know have no pubs, that's why people are more negative. Now, I think the mentality here is, if we think the worst case scenario, it can only be better. Do you know what I mean? Things yeah. It can yeah. only get better. So, and that's kind of been proven wrong by this pandemic, because you think things are getting the worst they can get, and then they get even worse. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's okay. the mentality. That's fine. Anyway. Well, great. This is well, like, I've proved it. I've proved this by the whole bet thing because I'm basically betting $100. I'm not going to be able to go. <laughs> my anyway. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter at Travelzork. Be sure to join the Travelzork Facebook group. And you can find Steve on Twitter at? Yes. Las Vegas UK. That is fabulous. Well, I nearly, I I'm nearly at one and a half thousand followers now. Yeah, it may even be there by the time this episode goes out. And that's really wonderful. <laughs> now we, just, now we just need to get you who's on being parlay. Neg- who's being negative now? Hmm? <laughs> we need to get you on parlay or additional. This is the longest. This is the longest end of the show ever. I just keep interrupting you when you're gonna. I can tell you're about to go until next time, and I'm just gonna uh, interrupt you okay, every time. Fine. Okay, Steve. No more trouble. No more speaking. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to end yet. I I know. This is where you have nothing else going on in your life. This is my life. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. And until next time. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Insta at TravelZork and on the ZorkCast Facebook group. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, dream big and remember, a dollar won is twice as sweet as a dollar earned. 